Hey everyone, welcome back to Beach Weekly, a podcast created and produced by Long Beach State's student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. I'm your host, Luke Pajari. Check out our content at daily49er.com, where you can read campus and Long Beach-related news, sports, arts and life, opinions, as well as multimedia content, including more podcasts, videos, and photo galleries. Thanks to Long Beach Transit for sponsoring this episode of Beach Weekly. It might not be quite your turn to get the COVID-19 vaccine, but it is your turn to help a loved one sign up online. Because you're the tech genius of the family, Long Beach Transit has the resources to connect you with a vaccine plan. Visit ridelbt.com vaccine for more. This is your one and only podcast source for all things Long Beach State. Let's go ahead and dive right into this week's news roundup. Stay tuned afterwards for this week's story spotlight where I talk to Opinions Editor Kelsey Brown about a story she just wrote about roller skating influencer and Long Beach State student, Jasmine Moore. Cal Poly defeated Long Beach State women's basketball in a heartbreaking fashion with a final score of 61-60 to on Wednesday night. After a tight game in the first round of the Big West Tournament, the number 3 seeded Long Beach fell short to number 6 seeded Cal Poly. The Beach finished off their season with a 12-9 overall record for the 2020-21 season. The men's basketball team beat Cal State Northridge on Tuesday but couldn't keep the momentum going, resulting in a loss against UC Santa Barbara in the second round of the Big West Tournament on Thursday. The final score of that game was 87-95. The men's team finished 10th in the conference for this season. Long Beach State's softball team defeated University of San Diego 2-0 at the season's first home game on Tuesday. The team played again on Sunday, this time hosting Loyola Marymount University for a doubleheader that resulted in two wins for the Beach. The first game score ended 9-1, and the second was an 8-0 shutout. About 50 demonstrators gathered Monday in front of the Hall of Justice in Los Angeles to voice their concerns regarding Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon. Many participants voiced their frustrations regarding Gascon's failure to follow through with his promise of looking into cases relating to police brutality. Gascon vowed to do so when he replaced former DA Jackie Lacey. The demonstration occurred on International Women's Day and several mothers of individuals who lost their lives due to police violence spoke at the event. The Wells Fargo locations at Long Beach State will be closing after the company terminated its lease with the university last month. After re-examining their corporate financial strategy, the company decided to close its smaller locations including CSULB's kiosk next to Sparrow in the University Student Union and the ATM located next to Amazon at the beach. The university is currently looking for another financial institution to fill the vacancy, though no decisions have been made so far. Businesses in Long Beach will now be reopening with limited capacity including indoor dining at restaurants, indoor gym facilities, and movie theaters. Under California's blueprint for a safer economy, the city will be transitioning from the purple tier to the red, effective March 15th, indicating substantial risk rather than widespread. Los Angeles County has also moved into the red tier. To progress from the red tier to the next stage, the orange tier, LA County must remain in the red tier for at least three weeks and maintain orange tier level numbers for two consecutive weeks. For more details about the new guidelines that come with the red tier status, You can read the full story at daily49er.com under the News tab. Long Beach Mayor Robert Garcia has proposed a $207 million recovery plan to help rebuild Long Beach's economy and secure a safe future to fight the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Garcia said that $72 million is slated to go towards building a healthy and safe community. $13 million of that will be allocated for testing and contact tracing for all Long Beach residents. 
He also proposed another $6 million to promote health equity, outreach programs, and mental health programs. Additional funding will go to help businesses, tourism, and education. If the plan is approved, $83.2 million will go towards ending furloughs in Long Beach in April. You can read the full story and fun list under the news tab at daily49er.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Story Spotlight. And today I'm joined by Opinions Editor Kelsey Brown. Hi, Luke. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on, Kelsey. So uh, this story you wrote about the roller skating influencer sensation uh, at just seconds on Instagram. Um, do you want to give uh, the listeners a little background info on, on your story? Yeah, um, I started the story thinking that it was going to be about her being an influencer and how she balances that with a school. And that's definitely part of the story. But when I actually sat down and talked to her, um, she has a really interesting career path with urban planning and development. Um, and so that kind of became, to me, the bigger focus of the story was like how she's trying to be a positive influence in the community, like right now with her platform, but also long term with her career. That's awesome. You said that she, does she use her platform at all to like kind of maybe educate her followers on like some of um, the inequities in a lot of like urban development situations? Totally. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I thought she was so cool. I mean, there's so many roller skater influencers, um, but she constantly is like posting things on her story to raise awareness about different issues, to provide resources for people. Um, That was one of the things we talked about was how a lot of influencers kind of try to stay away from, you know, maybe being political or taking a side. Um, but she sees that as like a really important part of having a platform and kind of like part of her duty with having, you know, so many followers. And with a platform where you have 80,000 followers, it's uh, really cool for, for her to you know, share something she's very passionate about. What was your angle in writing this piece? Did you like go in with uh, any expectations or did you just kind of like let it unravel and you found, um, something to really uh, cling on to? Like, how, what was your process? Yeah, um, so I interviewed her for probably like 40 minutes to an hour and there was a lot of information in it and there's a lot of like anecdotes that I wanted to include that were, were still good. And I mean, there were so many ways to approach the story. Um, so it was hard to kind of narrow it down. Um, but I really just tried to find like the most important parts of her story, which I felt like were her school, her her uh, ascension to having this platform, and then her future. Um, and then once I had those three elements kind of planned out that I knew I wanted to highlight, then I just had to go through my quotes and kind of find information that supported that. When I write a story, I really just transcribe the interview. I have all the quotes in front of me. And then a lot of the times I organize the quotes and then just like fill out in space in between um, because um, I feel like it lets the subject kind of tell the story more. That's cool. It's a provides a really kind of unfiltered look into into what they're like. Um, now to end things off on a, on a more fun question, um, you referred to a stat in 2020 um, that talked about how roller skates like all across the country were sold out. Uh, did you pick up roller skating or any like fun pandemic hobby uh, because of yeah. the pandemic? 
<laughs> yeah, um, I've been roller skating since prior to the pandemic, but definitely with the pandemic, I started skating like way more. But it was really crazy because so many of my friends were trying to get roller skates and they wanted to go skate with me. And they were sold out for like six months, like across the country, like every single roller skate uh, like company didn't have skates. It was such a big resurgence for it. And it's been so cool. Like I see more people than ever out skating and just out enjoying life. But it's definitely cool to see uh, skating kind of pick up popularity. Yeah, it's really cool. It's something I've noticed as well. It looks like they're having a lot of fun with it. Well, Kelsey, um, I think that about wraps things up. Thanks so much for uh, sitting down to talk with me. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, you take care. You have a good one. You too. Here's a new tab to open up next to your 8 a.m. Zoom lecture, rideLBT.com vaccine. Discover resources you can use to help a not-so-tech-savvy loved one sign up for the COVID-19 vaccine when it's their turn. It's another way Long Beach Transit is moving you through. That's all for this week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Beach Weekly. This is your host, Luke Pajari, signing off. Take care, guys.